0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: All right, welcome to a Wednesday, post-primary day of Lacrosse Talk PM. Mitch Reynolds is going to join us today in about nine minutes or so. I think it's his 37th interview of the day. So we're going to open up the phone lines. So if you, you have questions for one of your now two mayoral candidates, he's going to be running the city of Lacrosse for the next four years. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. So uh, let's let's see them. And uh, tomorrow, Vicki Markison will be on doing the same thing. So she'll come on about 5.15. And uh, we can ask her about her vision for lacrosse. And I suppose as we go down this path over the next couple of months, we'll get more and more specific. At this point, though, I... We'll see what kind of questions y'all come up with. And I've got a couple of them lined up, and we'll try to uh, try not to, to goof around too much. It's always hard to bring Mitch on and not goof around a little bit because he used to do this show, and I used to sit over there. So it's always just a little bit, a little bit of a hey, we're going to get the gang back together, having a good time. And, um, and then we don't accomplish anything. When it comes to oh yeah, Mitch, how, you know how are you going to run this town? By the way, we should think about that. But we're definitely going to screw around too. So I'm not, I'm not even pretending that that's not going to happen. Uh, it definitely is. We will try to do uh, some business and make this show entertaining, entertaining as well, right? Uh, we'll try to do that tomorrow too with Vicky. I know at, talking to Vicky yesterday after, uh, she won. You know, just, at, you know, it's pretty late at night and I'm sure she had a pretty, and I was joking around with her and then she was, you know, she was being very serious and I was like, the Vicki, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> like I'm a, i am I was just trying to get you to, I wasn't ask, actually asking you a serious question here. I was just messing around. So, uh, so Mitch will be on in a couple of minutes already. A bunch of people calling number three, you're calling too early. You want to wait on hold? Is that what you want to do? I want to tell you oh, okay. what a
2: good job you done last night shooting her from the hip.
1: <laughs> well, when the mayor and the fire chief call in, that's that's pretty good. I think I don't even have to do any work then.
2: Well, you know how popular I are when two guys from 400 Lacrosse Street call you.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're just heading to a meeting and they had the radio on. No, I'm just kidding. I, it was pretty cool. It was, I actually was very appreciative that... Uh, Trample Tom stirred up the uh, the higher ups in the city of Lacrosse and that they were listening and and they had the uh, the wherewithal to call in. That was that was hey, great. Well,
2: I anybody that. can do it, Trample Tomkins.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I think Trump you will... I think you rile them up too once in a while.
2: No, no, I never want to. What are you rile talking
1: about? Anybody? You're I you might have be
2: worse. Everybody happy, <laughs> but when Rick when uh, Rick or Mitch gets down there. You tell them if there wasn't a big epidemic right now, I'd bring down some chicken for you boys tonight.
1: Yeah, that that would be great. You could just leave it outside the door and uh, in the nook there, and I'll go grab it. <laughs> okay. But Mitch won't be here, so I'll eat it all to myself, which is fine That's with what
2: me. But I mean, he's going to be
1: doing it. Yeah, you're right, you're right.
2: Well, careful for your foot tonight now.
1: Okay, thanks. Um, I don't know what that was. Uh, Joe, Joe's calling in. Joe, uh, Joe, Joe. Hey, Hey, uh, Joe, sorry.
3: This might've been been Mitch's plan from the beginning. I say we run the mayor's office from the radio station.
1: Yeah. Just run it here. So we sell city hall.
3: You guys as a team, I mean, if you got to go down to city hall, you guys both get on the city hall. Yeah. You come back and you report on it on the radio station.
1: Yeah. You're exposing the scheme that we're running you're exposing
3: i i knew this was that's the whole plan from the beginning was to get the mayor's office down into the radio this station is actually course.
1: this is yeah. what i talked about earlier about screwing around this is actually some of the show plot that i wanted to expose mitch on as, <laughs> as part of so you're I, you're you're uh, stealing my thunder joe
3: well, I think everything is possible nowadays. Why not run the mayor, the mayor's office through the radio station? I'm really the I master. It.
1: And it's not even Mitch. I'm really the, the puppet master behind it all. I play like an idiot on the air, but I'm actually the puppet master.
3: I'm, uh, okay, now I I'm taking it a little too far. That's a little unbelievable, but uh, let's exactly. go my idea first. Uh, also,
1: have you seen that movie, Puppet Master, those movies? Weird movies. <laughs> I
3: weird. have seen them yet. You weird. do not want
1: to be that, no. <laughs> Super weird. All right, there's a whole bunch of calls, Joe. i got to let you go. Thanks. All right. Um, all right. So just do this real quick before we get Brad. Uh, caller, who's this? Hey, Rick. Zeke. Hey, Zeke. Go ahead. You're on the air.
3: Hey, I just wanted to point out that we got 40 degrees coming next Monday.
1: 40 degrees. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Is that, all, is that
3: all you called about is to do the weather? Well, I just give the positive Look into the future, so I figured I'd let let you know that we're looking into the 40s next week Monday. Okay, it was great.
1: All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, Rick. All right. Yeah. I mean, 14. I was good with 14 today. I was like, I looked and I'm like, Hey, dogs, 14 degrees. We good? And of course, they they didn't matter if it's 20 below or 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 40 above. Uh The dogs are always good, but you as a human have to look out for the dogs' feet because they. We'll just go, I'm going to raise this foot while I'm walking around. I'll just raise this for a little while, and then I'll raise this one. And my feet are free. I can't raise the back ones as easily and walk. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, Eric's calling in. Eric, Eric, go ahead. They're 40 above. Uh, No. Okay. Never mind. Um, All right. We're going to get Brad to do the news here. Um, And I'll call Mitch, and we'll see where this goes. All right. We'll be back in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. Get out of here, Stone Temple Pilots. Mitch Reynolds, mayor candidate finalist on the April sixth ballot. Him versus Vicky Markison. You're gonna be on with us. Uh, you ready to take some calls? I'll try not to hang up on you and all the callers, but I'm pretty sure that I'll hang up on a couple of people. But congrats, hey, you're 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 one of the final two. Uh, clearly, you didn't predict this, otherwise you wouldn't be here.
4: Right. Thanks Rick. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And yeah, I think that I had developed a reputation over many years uh on the radio of predicting um elections incorrectly. Uh I, I think I don't I don't know if I ever got one right. Um so <laughs> uh and uh I clearly did not I, I yeah, I was one that i I would have missed
1: well and and like i told you yesterday when we talked for a little bit after the 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 news is you you now should predict that vicky's going to win so that you (laughs) you reverse
4: jinx her uh yeah i I guess i could do that i don't know if that would go quite as well in relation to messaging so i'm gonna hold off on that one for now yeah but uh yeah Yeah, Um, for sure this is be, I mean, it feels really good. It feels great to have uh, just the, you know, tumbling to have the support of the people who came out and voted for me. And certainly uh, it is just, it's a wonderful thing to be in a race with so many, you know, with 10 people and running the gamut. I mean, you know, the whole array of individuals wanting to serve the city of La Crosse, and they're all from different backgrounds and viewpoints and all the kind of thing. So it was just an amazing thing and a great experience uh, to have uh, shared this with all of them. And I really appreciate them stepping forward. All the rest of the candidates stepping forward and uh, wanting to serve their city. I mean, it says a lot about where we live, and I I, I think it's great. So yeah, yeah. And, but,
1: yeah. And Vicky said something interesting too yesterday when I was talking to her, and I'm sure you're yeah. going down this avenue. There were ten candidates. I think every all ten candidates, you know, had some kind of positive outlook that they wanted to for the city. You know, they, they uh, everyone wanted. To, it's not like uh, you know, obviously they. they were, I'm going to burn the cross to the ground, but everyone you know was it was out there. Uh, you know, devoting their time and, and messaging to how they would be able to help the city, um, and and now you know we don't have ranked choice voting, so now all those voters, those votes didn't count for anyone. Only right. yours and Vicky's votes counted. So I mean, we we had six thousand six hundred ten people vote. I learned today that was twenty percent of the of the the, the essentially twenty percent uh, turnout. So better than twenty thirteen, I think, but. Um, yeah. Now you yeah. know, like there's there's those those people that don't have a candidate now, so you have to win those votes as well and get other people to come out and vote.
4: Yeah, and more people will come out and vote. I mean, that's pretty typical for uh, spring general elections, and uh, looking forward to that. I think I'm really pleased, honestly. Twenty percent is low, obviously for turnout, but for a spring, like a February primary in a pandemic during a polar vortex, I don't. I think it's okay it's not it's not great we want way more than that but like you said that is that beats 2013 by a few percentage points did pretty well in getting people to come out and and uh, have a voice in their government and you know, we could do better that's for certain but uh, yeah no I think that was really great I you're absolutely correct that now uh, the other candidate and myself have to make a case uh, for the, the those voters who had voted for other candidates and for all the rest who are going to uh, show up in, in in April and you know that's yeah that's that's definitely part of the part part of uh, what we signed up to do and I think that that is really just me focusing in on the messaging that we've been really working on to this point in relation to making sure that all of the marginalized voices in La Crosse are empowered to have a voice in their government as well as making certain that we're addressing some of the major issues that we're going to have to face in La Crosse over the next few years because of the pandemic and the recession. I mean, there's a lot to do, and, um, you know, it's it's really incumbent upon me and uh, and really the other candidate to to try to make that uh, uh, tr- try to make sure that that voters understand our, our views and our positions and where we want to go it is
1: interesting that between you know you and Vicki you got about forty percent of the vote so yep. Um, and then with Martin Gall that's no well over half I think so yep um, that, that is pretty interesting three candidates uh, that took most of the vote but um, yep. I, I did say b- before I brought you on, I said we were going to talk, you know, we're, we'll talk some business, but also we want to we screw around a little bit. Um, this is your old <laughs> stomping grounds. And I just want to bring okay. your best friend back on. Eric from Sparta is calling in. Eric from Sparta okay. has got to yeah, weigh good. in with uh, Mitch, the mayor candidate. Eric, go yeah. ahead. Hey, Eric.
2: I, must, I must say, I miss. I do miss Mitch Rettel on the air because I can't stand you. But anyway, uh, <laughs>
5: uh,
2: anyway, uh, I was going on my way to Toma uh, today to get my uh, second Moderna shot, and my truck broke down. So I'm looking for a truck, any, a truck or any kind of a reliable vehicle. Call my number two six nine five five two one Sparta.
1: Okay, we're doing uh, Rick's, love it. Rick's love market. It. Rick's
4: market. That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> Rick's market on Wednesdays, five to six p.m.
4: Rick's market. Rick's rides. Yeah, call it Rick's rides. <laughs> Rick's rides. It's Rick's rides. Rick's rides. Call me now. Sell uh, your car. Buy a truck.
1: I got an old '96 <laughs> parked outside uh, the the studio, but it's gonna it's gonna cost you, man. It's got it's it, very it's, it's
4: cherry, very that little rust. Can, remember when we drove? Roll.
1: Remember when we drove the Wabashaw to look at F150 that didn't have any rust on it, and it it, uh-huh. it, it wasn't rusty. It was tarred the whole car. Yep, tarred. <laughs> that was the whole great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe's calling in. Joe, go ahead. You're on the air with Mitch. Joe.
3: <laughs> well, Mitch, if you've got uh time uh, being mayor, after you find Erica vehicle, uh should be first priority. But, uh, yeah, I agree. After that. that, I guess my question is, I feel like we've spent a lot, um, with mayor Cabot in the last few years on parks and main street, uh, with, you know, kind of like a half-hearted trial at fixing the roads. Um, do we see you more as a mayor that's concerned about roads, or do we see you more as a mayor that's going to continue with the uh, priorities downtown and the parks? What I mean by that is the exorbitant amount of money that Cabot was allowing the Parks Department to have every year to redo a park. Are you uh, mm. are you more concerned with roads and transportation and getting people to and from work here in the city, or are you more concerned with... Uh,
4: all right. Um all right. the park board.
1: All right. He's got it. Joe uh, Joe's also uh, disappointed in the Yeah, go ahead, Mitch. Go.
4: No, I mean I think those are great questions. I mean, my priorities are really uh the the priorities of the voters and uh the priorities of really all, all the citizens in lacrosse, even if they don't vote, because honestly, like most people in lacrosse really we have to be honest about this, just really aren't gonna vote in in April. So we're going to have to 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 serve everyone regardless. Uh, and I think that it's important to uh, to get input from, from every, everybody to figure out to identify the priorities because honestly we're we're just going to be short on cash we just we're just not going to have the money um, and not you know we're the budget for 2021 is already set but the budget for 2022 is going to be in the works and it's one of the first things that I'm going to get to work on. As mayor in April is getting to work on setting the operations budget for 2022 because it's we don't at this point we don't we don't know how good bad it's going to be we, we you know we we have to we're we're going to do some guesswork and we're going to hope for the best a lot of it's based on the fees that the city collects uh so we'll find out and and so Joe's question about parks and roads it's it's not a we don't have to choose one or the other. Uh, what we do is we set priorities based on what is important for the people in the City of La Crosse, and we move forward based on those priorities. And uh, honestly, uh, the parks question is, uh, I'm, I'll have to look into that, because the parks budget has remained pretty pretty flat, operations-wise, over the, over the last several years, so not a lot of increase. And in fact, um, I mean, there's been some capital spending that has gone into parks, but there's been also a significant increase in capital spending in roads since uh, Cabot's been mayor. I mean, it's been an incredible increase in, in spending for roads. Uh, in fact, to the point where it's two and a half to three times as much as, as before he was mayor. So it's not like Cabot was the anti-roads mayor. Um, so I, I don't know if that's quite accurate, but uh, again, I will I'm open to suggestion. I'm willing to listen to everyone who's who's willing to have input on our operations budgeting in the city of Lacrosse.
1: um I did talk to Cabot last week Monday and and, and yep. I asked him I essentially just, You know, hey, Cabot, I want 15, not that I live in the city, but I want 1500 a year property taxes and all the roads fixed. But um, here's here's what Cabot, this is just like a 40-second clip of, of, and I'm not exactly sure if it's the whole clip, but here's just some of what Cabot had to say.
0: So those kinds of specifics, what are they going to cut? What are they going to reprioritize specifically in order to devote more dollars to the streets department, for example? And I, and I will tell you this, you can have all kinds of equipment and you can have as much cement and asphalt to patch holes, but you got to have people in order to do that. And we've been really trying to shift away from doing as much contracted work and give, uh, we actually added three staff to the street department for this year's uh, for 2021 as a part of that budget so we're trying to do more of that so that we can do more of it in-house because we can do it a lot more cost effectively than we can contracting all those services out so those would be the questions for the candidate
1: so that yep. that's that's Cabot on fixing all the roads, right? Like you, you're yep. going to have to. Yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And did did he stick you? Did he stick the next mayor with uh, you know some some more costs? They added uh, they added some jobs, right? They added to the street department, but now that's just an added
4: expense. Yeah, I don't think so. Not at all. No, I think that he's right about first of all the cost effectiveness of of uh, having city crews do that as opposed to contracting that out. Um, remember that when we contract those out. When those when we contract those jobs out, generally speaking, to pay, you know, those companies are paying their employees uh, the same, but they're also um, they also have to derive a profit, so they have to make a margin on the job that they're that they're bidding out to the city. So it costs us more, not always, but generally speaking, it costs us more to do those roads, and we're at the whim of the of of the schedules of the contractors as opposed to. Uh, being able to schedule that in-house. So, generally speaking, it's and not not always, but generally speaking, it's better to to uh, have these jobs done in-house than than by contractors. So, no, I, I don't disagree with him. I think it's uh, that's very reasonable. I also don't cutting jobs is not the same as cutting people. I just want to make that very clear that when we say we're cutting jobs, it doesn't mean if we do cut jobs in any department for any reason, it doesn't mean we're cutting people. Sometimes it does. Like with the library cuts this past year, that meant cutting people. I met a woman named Maria who was a reference librarian at the Main Branch Library whose job was cut, and she was cut. So in other words, she no longer has a job, and so she can no longer help uh, people, uh, for instance, be able to... Well, find jobs. Ironically, um, and so that's that's a real impact. But oftentimes, cutting positions or cutting jobs uh, means that those jobs just don't get filled, or there, you know, people that leave jobs or, re- or retire from jobs, they, those jobs don't get just don't get filled. So, I just want to make that very clear that uh, that's when we're talking about budgeting and all the aspects involved in that you know we we don't we're not always putting a personal face on on those job eliminations now uh, I, I honestly don't I don't know what that's going to look like moving forward for twenty twenty two so I don't know what kind of poison pill uh, Tim Cabot has left so we'll see but I, I it doesn't it it I don't think it'll be it doesn't look that it look it's looking better and better let's put it that way it's I've... looking like it might be better and better based on some of what we're seeing with projections for travel and tourism, which means a tremendous amount of this economy.
1: Yeah. And we got to, we got to get the Scott's in the news, Mitch, sure. uh, Mitch Reynolds is going to join us in the, the second half of the show here. And we can yep. uh, ask him questions, but I will say that I feel like Cabot saw a pandemic. Uh, maybe he even saw these PIFA's right. lawsuits with the city uh, forty-two million dollar lacrosse center. You got to make that yeah. make a hundred million dollars a road a, a no year. No problem. Um, no problem. Fix all the roads and keep everyone's job. So you know. Sure. And then Cabot's like, "Here you go. See, ya, I'm out." Um, but we can <laughs> we we can talk about that when we come back and uh, take your phone calls. We'll be back in a minute. Uh, well, in a couple of minutes, right here on Wizard. All right, welcome back to the Crosse Talk PM. 608 is the talking text line. Mitch Reynolds for mayor is on with me today. Vicki Markison mm. will be on tomorrow. Uh, Kent's waiting on hold, Mitch, but I, I just... I, I, and Eric, I hung up on because uh, I don't want to... I don't. <laughs> Eric, we're not selling trucks. We're not selling trucks here. I'm sorry your car broke down. I really am, but... Uh, that's it. You uh, got amazing. one amazing. strike. This is all like right. uh, pandemic softball. You get one strike. Uh, Kent, go... <laughs> <laughs> Kent, you're on with Mitch. Go ahead, man. Hey,
5: Kent. hey buddy. Thanks. Uh, congratulations, Mitch Reynolds, on your uh, yes, big sir. win year. I'll, I'll probably be voting for you when the uh, election comes up here. Well,
1: that's all we need then, but... Kent. Thanks a lot. We'll... No, I'm just kidding.
5: <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that to I'm me. But I just wanted to run one thing as far as fiscal responsibility. And Mitch doesn't know this, but I am the self-proclaimed mayor of the north side. Okay. Um, this, this past year, we had um, new, new street lights put in from uh, Clinton Street all the way down to the north side. Quick trip. Yep. And there's four yep. in a block. I call the contractor, and they're $3,000 apiece. It's like $330,000 worth of street lights and they look really pretty, Mitch. Yeah. But George Street is like going down the Oregon trail in a covered yeah. road. Yeah. Pretty dark. A couple of Clydesdales in front of it. And they did fix some of George Street. But I hope that our new mayor will, you know, look at these kind of things and say street lights or street fixing. I know you're gonna get sick of hearing about street fixing. But there was oh. a uh, one town they voted a golden retriever in for mayor and he won, and he's just the nicest little dog. He's got a red yeah. tie on, and he goes to the committee meeting and barks once no. for yes and two for no. Two for no. And the people no. are pretty happy with
4: him, so. But congratulations, <laughs> Mitch. I'll take your well, answer I, off I, the air, I, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks. And, uh, you know, that's that's great, because when we talk about priorities, I mean, that's one of the things that I think is most important to me is is really identifying priorities of those who are voters and those who are tax. Payers and within the city of La Crosse, and uh, also remembering that we have a a process for identifying and for prioritizing our infrastructure needs within the city of La Crosse. So, if we're talking about George Street, or if we're talking about streetlights, these all of these projects are and these are not things that are cooked up in the fall and then start in the spring. Generally, these are planned for years out and. So uh, there's a, a prioritization process that's put into place, and uh, we follow that, that process. We, you know, I can, we can look at that process. We can identify when certain streets get to the point where they're untenable, and we have to address those as opposed to lighting our streets or uh, lighting our streets in certain areas of the city, uh, and more than happy to have those conversations uh, I, I will say that I'm not committed to taking a position on any one project at this point uh, I because I simply don't have the intelligence needed uh, the intelligence meaning the, the briefings needed to uh, to make a commitment on prioritizing one thing over the other uh, I you know to a certain extent I have to rely on the professionals I have to rely on the people that are providing me good information and we have to move forward in that way but we also have to have to really be attuned to what the people in the city need from those who are elected to office and make sure that we're ready to to pivot at a moment's notice and attend to those needs so i guess it's it, again this is this really goes back to that that part of the cornerstone one of the cornerstones of our campaign from the very beginning is listening to the needs of the public and and utilizing those to make decisions that are in the best interest of the city moving forward are you and sure you, are you sure
1: you want to do this because I, mean, I feel like you got a cushy 40 hour a week job uh you know running whole tree or whatever you're doing at whole tree and this is yeah, going to be yeah, this yeah. is not going to be mayor cabot called in yesterday and he said it's at least 60 hours a week and i don't think the the mayor's position, I don't think you punch in. So those other 20 hours over 40 hours, you're not getting time and a half, Mitch.
4: No, I'm aware. Yeah, I've been, uh, as I think most everyone who's listening to this program probably knows by now, uh, I was paying very close attention to City Hall for um, a long time. And so I'm, I'm very much aware of what it takes to be mayor within the city of La Crosse. And I thought it's a hell of a lot of work.
1: Yeah, and on top and, of that on top of that yeah. now, right? Like when you talk about some of the stuff that's planned years ahead of time, well then there the the pandemic wasn't put into that to, that, to those plans. So you might have to just yep. go go through a lot of that stuff and go, you know, with your, you know, red pen and scratch some yeah, of that stuff pen. off, I
4: think. Well and, and thanks, Rick. I mean actually that's it's kind of a softball it just threw me there. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all uh, I have. I mean, I I haven't played no, baseball. Well, I mean since. it really is it's it's important to remember that the that when the Mayor goes into office, the Mayor may have plans that he or she or they want to incorporate right away, but that Mayor also has to understand that those plans may have to change at any given time and if if there is no other better way to see that then it's than what we've experienced in the last year is that we cannot really understand what is coming around the corner we cannot we can't have any concept of the next crisis that's going to hit, and it might be it it might be uh, the the next pandemic but it also might be Bliss Road collapsing again. It might be, uh, I can't remember the street next well, to the the, the, the Lacrosse marsh. It might be that street collapsing again. Well, I we was may reading. have a bridge that falls into the river. All sorts of things may happen in a crisis kind of situation. We may have people marching in the streets demanding action and demanding change in our police department. And the next mayor will have to understand how to pivot and to move and to be agile enough to strategically balance the the needs of the current uh the current needs of the city versus what needs to happen in the future of the city and that's really what we're voting for we're not voting for hey i'm going to fix your roads or hey i'm going to lower your taxes or whatever else uh, you know i'm going to open up the zoo which by the way i'm not going to do but but what the next mayor needs to do is be able to pivot be able to moderate differences be able to come to an agreement with regional partners and to find a middle way forward with certain, uh, certainly a tremendous number of department heads to make sure that we're, we're, uh, we're, we're setting a path forward for the city of lacrosse that makes sense for everyone and, and really brings us to a point where we have a, gosh, a just, equitable, and prosperous city for everyone. I mean, that's, that's really the point. And, Rick, that's what, you know, that's what you were kind of bringing up, is that it doesn't matter what we think that we know. What matters is that we are able to deal with the issues that we don't even know about yet Yeah, uh, the- and you know so anyway sorry i i know you were trying to jump in there and i just kept I kept kept on <laughs> going just well that's on nothing going. new yeah this... yeah, me going there rick nothing sorry.
1: new on this station uh with you <laughs> in here uh it would be funny i was thinking like if we weren't in a pandemic and you were here would you want to sit on this side of the board or would you have me run the board you know <laughs> uh um, and you you made fun of me for asking you a softball question, but I'll tell you one guy that does not ask softball questions. When Mayor, Cavett, when Mayor Cabot comes on once a month and he answers you. yeah he answers every question, Mayor Cabot does, so you're, you're going to have to do that. And the guy that comes at him hardest is number three, and number three is on right now. Number three, are you going to throw a softball at him or are you going to come at him hard here? Come at me hard.
2: Uh, I'm going to help Mitch as much as I can. Oh, No. Oh. When you get down to 400 La Crosse Street, I'm going to do everything I can in my powers to help you.
4: All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, I want so much. to start one thing. Yes. I
2: never did like seeing all this money spent on city parks yep. when there's hardly anybody in them. Yep. I'm talking yep. like four or five people in a park on the south end of Lacrosse. But I will say one thing. They put a basketball court in down on West Avenue at Powell Park. Okay. No kidding, Mitch. There are more people playing basketball down there in the afternoon than what's in all the city parks on the south end of La Crosse.
4: Yeah, it's. Um, it, no, and, and look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, and thank you for support. And, that's my job. Uh, that's, it is. That's it my is, job. I hang oh,
1: up. On, I hang up on the callers and tell them thanks for the call. I,
4: I just, yeah. <laughs> no, go that, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> wow, I just got in. I just got in the thing there. A mem-
1: little muscle memory there. Yeah,
4: I was. That's all it was. That's really what it was. You know, it's funny because like ever since, because gyms have been there's been a lot of lockdowns, and so guys want to play ball. And for the large, for the most part, they haven't been able to play ball, and so when you know the Powell Park example was extraordinary because yeah, that place was full of guys. Uh, you know, while the while the weather was warm, it was incredible. Uh, but I, you know, when when I'm in office, definitely going to look at all the budgets to make sure that we're maximizing the impact that we can have on, on the people in the city of lacrosse. At the end of the day. It is really important to remember that we're not providing services just to provide services. We're providing services for the people in the city of La Crosse. We're not providing parks so that we can have parks. We're providing parks so that people can use the parks. We're providing streets so that people can use the streets. And so that people can use the streets not just in cars, but in any way that they find it most convenient to travel. Whether that be on their bicycles, on foot, or in their chairs, Whatever way that they find most convenient, we want to make sure we provide services for the people to use them. Our job in the city of La Crosse is providing services for the people of the city of La Crosse. And everything that we do needs to be predicated on that. And so to the extent that we make any changes to parks, budgets, or or processes or programs in any kind of way, it's so that we can better serve the people of the city of Lacrosse. And and that's what I plan to do. The basketball court in Powell Park was brilliant. That we, was brilliant. I've had because that served the people of the City of Lacrosse. I, no I,
1: I just had this conversation the other day and I've had this conversation where we were, were discussing it when it was being built, is we're building all these tennis courts on the south side. Um, yep. And that's like a, that's like a combo deal with UWL and Aquinas. Yep. And it's yep. like two people play tennis at the same time or pickleball. And I'm like, you know, you could take two of those out, put a volleyball court in and then we have, now we have 24 people on two volleyball courts playing at, you know, any one time. Um, but I, we don't have to get into a thing. I was just one of those, you know, another one of those, like, Oh, two versus six at a, you know, 12 at a time. So uh, libertarian guys calling in libertarian guy, you're on with Mitch. Go ahead.
0: Hey there, Mitch, your old Hi. buddy, libertarian guy. Hey, I just I, wanted to wish you, uh, you know, say congratulations for moving on. Um, thanks. I, I I do think that you are a good choice. Um, you know, at at the most basic level, you certainly have that gift of gab with your your radio experience, <laughs> and so you have a way you have a way of putting people nice. at ease. But but more importantly, you know, on the other end of the perspective, you do know the city. Um, whenever I would listen to your show, which was practically every day. You always had a good handle on the issues of the day. And so you're very, oh, what's the word, versatile, you know, in terms of knowing, at least knowing a little about a lot. And, and of course, if you drill it down, I think you know a lot about some things as well. So, so I just listening to you now, I feel energized. I was going to give you a, a quasi lecture on things that you need to work on and just hearing you while I was on hold. It doesn't sound like that's really necessary, but uh, yeah. So you you mentioned the needs of the public, and I, I just yes. have to point out the needs of the public are endless. And so, unless you have some kind of basic principles of what are the necessary functions of government, and do we as a city government need to do this, I mean, you, you have to be have to be careful on that. Um, just a couple of points. Um, yes as I said earlier, that's probably not necessary. Some of the expenses that I see are, you know, this endless thing of, oh, we need to study this. We need a consultant. Um, giving raises in a pandemic. Um, you know, the, the cost of the debt service, which I know that you can't do anything about, but the debt service is almost as high, if not higher, than some of the basic functions of government, like city and fire protection. So,
5: yep.
0: you know, I know you can't fix the debt service, but you know we got to at least as a city stop digging the hole and getting further and further in debt so those are some things that i hope you would be able to look at assuming that you can beat vicky mercison and and really make those hard budget choices all right thanks well, thanks libertarian
4: guy thanks thanks so much uh, that is i i i don't and 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 for anybody who is out there that wants to uh, who does feel inclined to uh, lecture or criticize or provide any feedback whatsoever, I invite you to do that. I want to hear what is important to you, and I do want to hear what uh, what is what are your priorities for the city of lacrosse moving uh, forward. Uh, what what they... impacts your lives? And so uh, I would just invite, and this um, shameless plug, my website, com. There's contact information on there. Please feel free reach out at any time. I'm try- I, I actually did miss a couple of questions prior to uh, the primary, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm going to have to apologize to people for that. But I'm going to try to answer as many questions as possible, and at the very least, want to get your feedback on the things that are important to you. So uh, please do. Please feel free to jump in, chime in, and and lecture. Or criticize, or do whatever you feel that you need to do. I'm I'm here for you, and that's you know, that's my goal. Running uh, as as mayor of the city of Lacrosse, I understand what this job takes. I understand that it's a constant. It's not nine to five. It's not sixty hours a week. It's it, Tim is being he's he's being uh, generous there. It's a lot more than that, and it's also being in the grocery store and having somebody uh, uh, yell at you in the checkout line because of their the potholes in their streets. It's it's a hard hard job. And I know that and I signed up for it anyway because I believe that this is this is exactly what I should be doing uh for for my city. Uh we, but I want to hear it from you. Give it to me. Throw it at me. Whatever it is, however however difficult you think that your question is, throw it at me and I'll see what I can do with it.
1: For ex- sure. Except Eric from Sparta who I keep hanging up on. Stop calling him. <laughs> Um, Tom did text in, and uh, Tom did text in. I was just say, uh, how can Mitch? How can you, Mitch, distinguish yourself from from Vicky?
4: Uh, I let's see. That's a good question. I think that my goal is not to necessarily distinguish myself from Vicky, but to make sure that I'm delivering my message to the extent that I can, and making sure that people are hearing my message, and making sure that uh, that that our voters, the citizens of La Crosse, have as much information as, they po- as, as, as possible to make as, as, as good of a choice as they possibly can. I mean, truly, it, it is, it's, it's up to the voters, and I defer to them, because I believe that they'll make the right choice for the future of the city of La Crosse. And if I make the case that our campaign can help progress the, the city uh, further, then I, I believe they'll vote for me. If I can't make that case, then they're going to vote for the, the other candidate. And I, I don't need to differentiate myself from Vicky. I just need to continue forward with my message. And so I don't look at this as in the same kind of uh, competitive uh, um, th- that um, field of play way that we've been taught to look at campaigns. I look at it as as, as me, as me uh, uh, focusing on our message. And doing the best we can to uh, to 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 get your trust and to and to gain your vote. Um, that's yeah, that's been my focus from the very beginning.
1: Now, at what point did we devise the scheme that I actually had you run for mayor so that I could for an agenda <clears> that I'm running? I'm actually running the mayor's office from from the <laughs> Wisdom Studio uh, I, because because you know we schemed all these ideas when you were doing yeah. the show, but these yeah, are all my yeah, ideas. Yeah. The the river canal system through Riverside Park, along with a boat oh, harbor.
4: Oh, that's coming. Um, there's no question. There's going to be gondolas in the River Point District. I mean, there's. Uh, yeah, no, that's going to be day one. <laughs> that's
1: day and one. then also, I think it's also called the gondola, like up to the up Bliss Road. Instead of driving up Bliss Road, you ride <laughs> yes. that like ski thing.
4: The, yep, the cable l- the cable system yeah no, yeah um, we're gonna do that too and yep, then no um, I,
1: and I have other ideas I free internet for the city uh, uh, citywide band uh, citywide uh, wireless hey, Rick, internet that
4: one that one by the way that's real that's coming yeah I don't, um, I, don't I don't there's no question that we're doing that so, Wisconsin's one of the most restrictive states in the nation when it comes to having uh, a broadband uh, system throughout the city but the one of the key ways that we can bridge the the education and income gap. Uh, gaps that exist within the city of Lacrosse is providing free broadband, and uh, yeah, that's that's not a joke. That's actually real, and that's coming, and huh. that's going. That's definitely going to be um, from from day one. We are, and and maybe day one sub seven, we're going to be working to secure that. We're okay. going to make, be making sure that Lacrosse is a free broadband city.
1: I'm out. I'm out of time. Yes or no? Uh, do we need a city yes. administrator? Yes or no? that's all I got. City administrator.
4: Yeah, I do. In the future, we absolutely need a city administrator. Yes, we do. All right. It's a big um, job. something has got to do it. Yep. All right. I'm thinking.
1: I'm. I'm trying to scheme a way to maybe have like you and then Vicky on every other Wednesday or something like that. I'm just something <laughs> I'm hashing out. But I got to go. Thanks a lot, Mitch. Take care. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you to Mitch Reynolds for joining. I think this was interview number six for him. He said uh, off the air, six interviews today.